Yas queen. <laughs> Take yeah. those men uh, out to the garbage disposal queen. Welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, we have our czar of source material, John. Hi. And our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. I stopped reading doujinshis for this shit. Better make it good. <laughs> what was it? Some some yaoi bullshit. Oh, okay. Well, then then we, we pulled <laughs> you away bullshit. for something better. <laughs> Okay, so tonight's episode is probably going to be a salt guest. Maybe. Who knows? So, as a lot of people know by now, um, Crunchyroll, in their infinite wisdom, back on uh, August 22nd, announced a brand new original, uh, I'm going to use this in the biggest air quotes possible, anime, uh, from a new studio that they've started called Elation Studios, which, for those who may not know, Elation is the uh, parent company to Crunchyroll, um, and also partly owned by AT&T. Um, and I think the, both of you here will admit it has drawn some negative reaction. <laughs> some quite, quite is an a a understatement. <laughs> the understatement of the year, probably. No, nah, this is like... They dropped a fucking nuke on the anime industry, man. Everyone. Everyone came out from their mother's basements and started bitching about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, even mother's basement, although for a completely different reason. Um, he was bitching about the bitching. <laughs> this is what we're about to do, actually. We're going to bitch about the bitching. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so I guess first off, for like the five people, anime fans out there who don't know already... I guess, should we describe what High Guardian Spice is? Go ahead. Sure, I mean, if you want to describe it. I don't uh, really so, know how to describe it. That's, I mean, that's kind of the point. Like, so far, really, all we've gotten is, what, like a 60 or 90 second um, sort of promo. promo video that doesn't even really show off any of the show. It just shows off the team behind it, really. Yeah, yeah. and they had a lot of um, a lot of trigger words in there. <laughs> Yeah, um <laughs> you mean buzzwords? Yeah, buzzwords. No, no, trigger words. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man, and not the right kind of trigger either. Um But no, it, it's basically like this Maho Shoujo-esque show, at least it looks like it's going to be. Um and it sort of has this I guess what you would call like a Steven Universe kind of look to it, especially with the how the character designs are laid out. That's the best way I can describe it because we really don't know a lot about it yet. Yeah, Is that fair to it. say though? Like Cal Arts yeah, I... meets Maho Shoujo? Sure. Yeah, it based on the very limited like ten seconds of seeing the characters in the background, it looks kinda like Steven Universe. It looks like it wants to be a show that's just silly like Steven Universe. And it just has four magical girls. Or I think they're witches. They're not even magical girls. They're, they're high witches. guardians. Excuse they're me. They're high. Oh, oh my <laughs> bad. <laughs> I'm so and they sorry. Bring the spice. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're high guardians. Whatever that is. We'll find out. I, 
Uh, yeah. Um, so a lot of people's anger got kicked off because in this um, in this promotional video that they, that Crunchyroll released, um, they're showing off obviously their the creative team behind it, and they made a point to kind of show and kind of they said it directly that. And I want to point out they said this in the same sentence. We have a, I, I, and I'm sort of paraphrasing here, but we have a diverse group of creatives and writers, and our writing staff is all women. Now, you can think about that whatever you want, but in my personal opinion, it takes a lot of double think to to hold those two like ideas as equal in your mind to say that we're so diverse, we have an all female writing staff. But that actually is not my biggest critique with that whole phrase. That whole that whole phrase irks me for the fact that they separate creatives and writers inherently implying that writers aren't creative i mean if we want to dive right into the controversy i think that's just semantics separating writers and creatives i don't think that's a big deal i think you're really stretching with that and also they did mention that 50 percent of the creatives are female so only the writers are 100 percent female so I mean, if we're talking about diversity and gender, it's kind of true. They are diverse in gender because most of the other group departments are 50% female. There's only one department that's 100% female. So I, I don't know why you're nitpicking the, that. I, I think that's kind of the point of a lot of people's anger, though. It shouldn't matter what race or creed or sex or anything that these people are, because ideally, in any creative endeavor, you'd want to hire the most creative people irregardless of what their identity is. And I think that's why people so, are so upset that they're taking great pains to point out <laughs> these people's identity. Like, it even matters, and it really doesn't. So a lot of people who complain that, I see them bringing up that it's unfair that they seeked out to make um, the gender uh, the gender balance in their teams like 50% and 100% that they should be hiring based on um, merit. merit instead of gender. Um, but when I heard that statement, I didn't interpret that they were seeking that gender equality. It's just that, that just what ha that's just what happened. And they're and that, just saying that, that. That may very well be, but I find it very difficult to, to, to like believe that in a company that has at least as much reach as Crunchyroll claims to have, that they couldn't find a single male writer that was better than one of the that, female again, writers they just, hired? That's one... First of all, we don't know how big the department is, so that matters because... That does if matter. If it's if it's like if five only, people, then yeah. yeah like, that's 100% five people. Like, that's believable. Also, it's one department. Writers. You need a bajillion other departments to produce an animation. So I find... like. Also, there are a bajillion other departments in, a, in so many other productions that are 100% male. So why is it surprising that one department is 100% female? Like, how could that... It's like, it's not all... It doesn't have to be political. Like, it could just happen. I mean, obviously, the intention of this uh, production is supposed to be, like, female-centric. So... It's not surprising that female writers want to and are competent in writing these kind of stories. I mean, it doesn't have to be political. Crunchyroll is the one that made it political. They're the one that made the video pointing out how 
they're supposed to be so diverse and they have an all-female writing staff. They're the ones that pointed that out. It's not the fans that did it. It's certainly not the Crunchyroll's users that pointed that out. All right, so my my entire issue with this whole look at how diverse our team is, um, I think that shows right. It's it's fucking semantics, man. Like, uh, what if they are diverse in the sense that uh, the creatives or no, the writers, right, is uh, all female? What if they have different types of styles of writing? Like, what if someone likes a super bubble pop adventure? Another person's more like dark, edgy, uh, fucking dark hero type of shit. You know that that's what that's I great. thought they meant by our diversity of writers like maybe these writers that they did have or do have just have different styles and they're just trying to combine them into a really cool adventure yeah we don't I know mean, what that's, that's kind of ideally what you should do though about. i'm sorry you both like talked at the same time <laughs> show go oh yeah they didn't really specify what kind of diversity and honestly i don't know what they meant by that yeah okay alex what'd you say but ideally, if you're talking about diversity of thought or div- diversity of creativity, that's ideally what you want in a any creative endeavor, whether it's an anime or a live action TV show or, or anything creative that not, involves a team of people. Not entirely true, because too much uh, diversity will lead to like not a single like. It's like it doesn't develop like, uh, certain points really well. Yeah, because it's trying to it stretch goes itself everywhere. too thin. Yeah, yeah, like too many cooks, to, to a right? point. To a point, it becomes detrimental. I agree, but you don't want like you don't want basically one type of person doing you know everything. You don't want a right. clone so, of, but, of one person doing all of your work. To to sum up this entire like reason why people are like, oh they say they claim for diversity but it's not really diverse. I feel like it should just be shut down because we don't know enough. What if they did mean diversity is the way they tell stories? Maybe Honestly, they meant diverse as in uh, it's like a buzzword. Maybe it is. We don't know, right? Like, we, I, again, we haven't seen very much of the show at all. I mean, I'm tending to assume that by diversity, they meant diversity in sexuality and gender identity. But, like, I have no idea. Like, but I, I find it hard to believe. Well, it could be that they're diverse in gender as in female and male, but like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. So we don't know. And obviously it's like, Oh, what's this crunch roll? It looks like you're trying to play gender politics. It looks like you're trying to use buzzwords to create hype for a show. And I understand why people are angry because of that, but because we don't have enough information, I don't think it's right that they blew up on them, which is why I'm just like, why are you, what are you man children doing on the internet that you see this 90 second clip of something you read an article. Oh, they say diversity. I don't want no women. All women. That's not diverse. Like, get out of here. Go, go outside, dude. Honestly, Chill. that is literally how I read those comments. They sound so stupid to me. <laughs> now, right? see, now, see, I, I understand, and I read a lot of those comments too. Of course, before Crunchyroll shut down the forums on High Guardian Spice, um, oh, they did. No, they shit. did, and they also they also <laughs> disabled comments on the video that they uploaded on YouTube for the the promo video, and they disabled liking and disliking it. I mean, uh, that makes be- sense. Cause... Yeah, it certainly makes sense if you're trying to hide a fuck up. I would just also like to say, in regards to what John said, that even if this is uh, politically charged and they were trying to use buzzwords and they were pandering to SJWs, why are you angry about that? If you don't like it, just don't watch it. Why do you Why do you care? I don't understand why people right? are so angry. <laughs> it's because it's, it's that whole, uh, they, they're so privileged, right? These commenters like, I paid $9 a month for Crunchyroll for good anime. I don't want to watch no bad anime. And it's like, all right, first of all, your $9 means shit, okay? Like, Crunchyroll <laughs> is doing what they can 
to get money to get more shows, right? And and just because they don't license shows that you like watching doesn't mean it's a, a shitty f- fucking company. Like, you don't understand the processes it takes to go and license a show from Japan to stream it here or to keep shows here, right? You don't know enough to shit on this company. And you feel so fucking entitled to everything. I'm just like, you, you type of people need to fucking chill out, man. You are not owed anything, all right? If it was something like, oh, their quality of service has been going down or there's a shit ton of bugs and stuff on launch or, or you know, shit like that, I can understand. That's like, yeah, that's a service issue. But again, I would look at the response of the company, right? <laughs> like, yeah, give keep... them a shot, man. Yeah, I agree. Also, to, in other words, like, stick to your own issues. If you have an issue with the company, then complain about that particular issue don't go to another p- portion of the company and be like stop doing this and do this instead it's like companies are complicated it doesn't work like that yeah like oh, yeah <laughs> it's it, and it's it's worth pointing out that the creative team that's doing this and the creative team in general at Crunchyroll has no has no pull or has no like influence whatsoever on like the technical side of this of you know the service I mean, so yeah, what like are they going to do about it? Before I they mean, shut down the comment sections, right? Because I remember when we posted this and I started laughing. I was like, this is pure gold. There's so many people. Stop funding shitty shows. Go fix your player. I'm like, all right, you're talking to two completely different departments right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's mean, actually, that actually leads us into something else. So, uh, And thank you, show, for making this timeline on here. Um, so that original... Uh, announcement of high guardian spice came at 9 a.m eastern standard time on august 22nd at 10 42 eastern standard time on august 22nd <laughs> guardian of the internet i suppose digibro released a video immediately critiquing this i think it got more than a million views it went it's got I think it's standing at like 1.1 million as of this recording of this video i think What's yeah it and um Please stop Crunchyroll or something. I don't uh, know. It's a uh, dear Crunchyroll stop. Okay. Okay. Period. And and the thing is, uh, I don't like Digibro very much. Uh, of the like, what four or five videos you guys have shown me of Digibro, I'm just like, yeah, I kind of just shits on stuff without very much reasoning, other than yeah, it's because I want to shit on it because I don't like it, which I'm fine with. You know, if you want to shit on something because you don't like it, that's completely fine. But watching that like five six minute video, it, it just to me it screamed. Hey, Crunchyroll's under fire. Let's get a lot of views. And yeah. I'm that's just, you know, it was very low quality content and it was just pandering to his fan base of like re women in anime re. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and here's the thing, like there's such cuz that that the original post went up at 9 a.m. So did the video. Well, I think it was like like a few minutes after 9 when it went up, but it was close to the time that the article went up. And then in in an hour and 42 minutes, he had somehow managed to make a video, render a video, and upload a video about Because it was <laughs> low this. quality. It, it was obviously no research done, which we'll get into because of responses afterwards, right? It was just low quality. And I'm, you know, in, in the social media game, you got to be on top of it, right? If you want to get huge views, like, you oh, got yeah. to be on fucking top of shit. Like, 30 seconds after something gets posted, you got to be shitting all over it. Otherwise, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, and if you watch that video, which I did, and I'm I'm with John. Like, I've watched a fair amount of Digibro videos. I agree with him on maybe 5% of the things he's ever said. Um, And... And, and listen, like some of the some of the critiques, not necessarily about the show, not not about High Guardian Spice itself, but 
some of the technical like critiques he has of the Crunchyroll service, like I kind of agree with it, and it, they're they're issues that I've had for a while. And actually, like three months ago, we did a, a, a podcast episode where we kind of laid out some of Crunchyroll's technical problems. But it's like, I, I and I I think that there was already a little bit of hubbub right after this article came out from Crunchyroll. But I think that. Digibro really just threw gasoline on the fire. And I think that's what he that's honestly all I think he wanted. He saw he saw an ember and he threw gasoline on it. Yeah. And reiterating, like his video was just a bunch of disjointed complaints that really had no relation to each other, just thrown in in a five minute package to just like get that clickbait. And I have like a uh, conspiracy theory that I would like to share. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, um, this should be good. Right. You know, Digibro is a Crunchyroll affiliate. He went to the CRX last year. Maybe not um, anymore. <laughs> no, he's not invited to this one. <laughs> no, I mean, he may not be a Crunchyroll affiliate anymore. But I'm saying that it might be possible that Digibro is in cahoots with Crunchyroll to just raise the PR for High Guardian Spice because no one would care about High Guardian Spice if there wasn't a controversy about it. Like this is a, it is getting so much attention from the entire anime community just because people are complaining about it. It wouldn't oh, get this much exposure. It's not even just the anime community. It's people outside. Like, like I, 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 yeah. keep, I keep tabs on a lot of political commentators on YouTube. And there's some of these people who don't have give a shit about anime who are talking about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally everyone is shitting on this. And I'm like, hey, bad publicity is still publicity. Well, you I know, mean, work at Crunchyroll. Get those dislikes. In, mar- in marketing, <laughs> they say that there's no such thing as bad publicity because any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like like Show said, I never would have gave a shit about this show. If I saw it, I'd have been like, oh, what's this? Crunchyroll has a new kind of anime? I'll watch it. But it's not very interesting. But now that I know about all the controversy, I am more inclined to be like, oh, this is the thing that everyone was shitting on. Let's see how good or bad it is. Right? I'm more hyped to go watch it now. <laughs> well, more I also find it. it- I also find it funny that there's there's like anime commentators out there who like usually when something big's going on they're they're the ones you know out there in the first day or two after it happens uh you know commentating on it and there's some who have been very suspiciously quiet throughout all of this because they ain't getting they ain't getting paid by Crunchyroll to shit on them. <laughs> Yeah, they're not getting paid the guapo, man. They they can't be shitting on it. There might, you know what? I, I I'm inclined to. I'm not gonna go all Alex Jones here, but I'm inclined to think that there might actually be something to what you're saying because I I don't know. Like it makes sense. It certainly fits Digibro's character. <laughs> what as a shill? Well, not just a shill, <laughs> but like someone who's out there just trying to stoke controversy. Like it, Crunchyroll figures that they can capitalize that. Why wouldn't they? Nice. So. Digibro's the bad cop and Crunchyroll's the good cop? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say they're playing bad cop, good cop. I'd, I'd say that Crunchyroll PR understands that if they want to be mainstream, even more so than they are now, they've got to pull shit like this, right? Yeah. Guess so. But I think that if Digibro hadn't have made that that video that he made, I don't think we'd be talking about this as much as we are. Probably not. I think well, I, well I, I take that back. People would still be talking about it because people people will be people. They will complain, but I don't think it have as much fervor behind it as it does. It'd still be worth talking about, but I don't think it'd be, be being talked about to the degree that it is. Did you bro made it 
trendy. He's such a trendsetter. Oh my god. He's such a salt thrower. Uh, All right. Well, so shortly after, well, not short, a couple days after. Uh, Digibro released that video, and of course, like everyone and their fucking brother started making videos about this. Uh, Crunchyroll yeah. released another article addressing some of the comments section of their first article, uh, claiming that how they much they support the anime industry and they are in the midst of upgrading their website infrastructure. Now, I have a theory about this. So they didn't. Despite, like, how well timed is that? Also, just feeding the cons the conspiracy. See, like, see, here's the thing, though. No, no, no. <laughs> so, with with how much traffic they were getting on their website, then on all their videos, and subsequently, like, you could find like three degrees away, and people are still talking shit about Crunchy. Obviously, the uh, PR department was like, "All right, there's a fire, and it's being stoked by all these people on YouTube. We need to fucking put this out right now." And you know, as every huge corporation does, whenever they have a fucking PR nightmare. They come out with a "we're sorry" like <laughs> kind of thing, right? We're definitely working on upgrading our infrastructure to make sure that our clients get the quality streaming services that they well deserve. You know, it's it's all fucking oh, you know, smokes and mirrors, th- man. Oh, you think they're bluffing? I think that they're doing what any company does. Like when BP had an oil spill, where they came out, "Oh, we'll clean that up. Don't worry. We're gonna spend uh, fucking two hundred and fifty million dollars to go clean up that oil spill that we caused." But they don't. They omitted the part that they caused it. They said they're going to spend money to go clean up that oil spill. Nice. <laughs> they're like, we're being responsible. We're sorry. Have you seen that South Park episode where they're they're talking to the Comcast people and they're like, we're sorry. <laughs> and then they have the shitty ass like, they're like in the nude. We know that you guys are upset. We're sorry. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how corporations treat people. They well, say I- they're sorry. They say they're addressing shit. They'll say whatever they need to fucking say. And whether they come through it or not, it depends on how long. Like, how long are the people who are pissed off at the that we're still using a Flash player, even though Flash is basically dead, uh, until we switch to HTML5? Like, how long is are people still going to be pissed about that? Is it just well, a temporary it, thing? Will it blow over? I have I have a theory about that. I, ha- I have a theory. So, okay. so, one of Digibro's biggest complaints aside from High Guardian Spies in the video that he made was the fact that Crunchyroll after all these years and after what is was it 2019 or 2020 when Flash is officially going to be killed off 2020 2020 when Adobe is finally going to kill Flash um that they're still using a Flash based player and they've been using it basically ever since they started um and it's 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 a complaint that we lodged back in a, a 3 months ago when we did our our video about Crunchyroll or our podcast about Crunchyroll. And uh, so this isn't a new, this really isn't a new complaint. I've heard people complaining about it for, for years now, how shitty their player is, how there's like, it, it takes forever to load. Sometimes it freezes up and then you have to completely reload the page. You can't rewind all the way back to the beginning of the, uh, of the episode you're watching. So okay. this is not, these just, are not new right, right, That's Hold a on. myth, Hold by on. the way. If you go to the zero colon zero two, you go back to zero zero zero. Okay. But still, and, but still, and another thing I want to talk about, it's like, how petty do you have to be to complain that? Oh my God, I can't rewind to zero zero zero. Like you're yeah, off by like one or two super seconds. super petty. <laughs> well, and there, there's also there's there's a legitimate complaint of using Flash as a security problem because Flash is not secure at all. All right. Um, so in in my experience, um, I run Firefox and they have a Flash killer 
kind of thing. <laughs> I guess that's what it's called. Uh, it replaces the Flash player with an HTML5 player because Firefox has a built-in player, and it works phenomenally. Like, I, I have no issues with it. I've been using this for like a month now because, I again, I was also tired of, you know, using the Crunchyroll site has just been torture. It takes forever to fucking load a video. If you pause it for like 10 minutes, it stops buffering, and then you got to reload it. And sometimes it'll save your space. Sometimes it won't. You know, it's just it's touch and go sometimes. And it's just overall a really shitty experience where if I click on a video and I want to stream it in 1080p, I don't want to fucking wait five minutes for it to buffer while I'm watching two minutes later, have to wait for another five minutes for it to buffer when I know I have fast Internet. Like, what does it actually take five minutes to buffer? Uh, some sometimes it takes a couple minutes. Yes. I'm not sure if it's actually five minutes, but it's more like two or three. It seems like it to be you. (laughs) Which is why I use the HTML5 player add-on for my Firefox extension, because I was tired of that shit. And I I don't know why. They, they did have an HTML5 beta. I, I'm pretty sure they were testing it. We don't know all the details, other than uh, that other podcast where we're like, yeah, we think all their engineers, or rather we know all their engineers went to Verve and started working on that piece of shit instead. That's also pretty crappy, by the way. I don't yeah, like Verve. Yeah, it is. I really dislike Verve. A lot of complaints well, anyway, about to, that. To, to, to finish my thought about the the whole HTML5 player thing. So in, in, the, in the article, they said, well, we've been working on an HTML5 player for the last little while. And, and don't worry, it's coming soon. And it's going to be rolled out in batches. And eventually, by the end of September, everyone will have the HTML5 player. Now, here's my thought about that. So if they've, if they've been planning on doing this for a while, why didn't like they announce years, it earlier? Yeah. And let people know, because then people would stop bitching about it. And they'd be, right, okay, well, let's, no, let's see, wait and see they, what happens. They already <laughs> planned that this would be the time they had announced it, so they stirred up the controversy beforehand. See, it's all a tie-in. Yeah, see, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think that. I think, you're giving, I think you're giving Crunchyroll... I think you're, you're assuming that the upper echelons of Crunchyroll are actually intelligent, and I don't really think that they are. I mean, so, uh, you say that. You say that, yet you're the one here bitching about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's free PR, Crunchyroll, sponsor us. <laughs> that, that's that, that's very true. I mean, touche, I suppose. <laughs> my, my my thing is, like, because people were legitimately saying, like, I'm going to give up my Crunchyroll subscription, blah, 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 blah. And, and if Crunchyroll looked at that and thought everyone that said that was serious, they might have thought, oh, shit, we might actually need to, like, do better and make our fucking service actually work so i have a my theory is one of two things either they were actually planning on doing the html5 player for the last few months or whatever and they've been working on it in which case they should have told us earlier or this whole controversy went down and they thought oh shit we need to actually do something to appease all these people so they rushed out an html5 player as fast as they could all right. So, either way, um, either here's, way here's, makes Crunchyroll look bad because it makes them look like they don't give a shit about the people that subscribe. So here's my problem with the whole uh, HTML thing. They did have an HTML5 beta player. I remember them. They have been testing it for like two years now or some shit. And I think they're just trying to work on transitioning all of their stuff into the HTML5 player. That's why they've taken so long. And with the whole like preparing for the AT&T buyout and then transferring more engineers to Verve to try to make that a more successful platform, I think they kind of just put HTML5 back on the back burner because they're like, let's stop the development for now because we're trying to prioritize Verve, right? Yeah. Such because, great priorities. Um, this, well, here's the yes, thing. They're, great it's priorities. Following, it's following a trend of cable cutters, all right? There are a lot more people cutting off cable because they're like, they're tired of getting fucking um, the runaround by all these 
old cable companies that are just like, yeah, we're going to charge you like so-and-so for so month, and then we're going to charge you even more afterwards. And yeah. so many more people are cable cutters now that Verve sounds like a better idea. Like, I honestly love Netflix and Hulu. I use that to watch shows. I don't use anything else. I don't watch regular television, even though I have it. Like, live television can go fuck itself. I'll wait a day to, like, midnight, which Hulu does, you know, for um, when they do show airing shows where the next day you can watch the next episode. I'm completely fine with that, especially since I have Hulu where I don't have to watch advertisements. So that's why I, I feel like they were just trying to push Verve because they thought that would set off faster. And I don't know how well Verve is doing because I personally, I tried using Verve. I don't like it. I don't like how it does its whole, like, subscription thing. Like, if I click on the Crunchyroll TV area, then how they organize it, it's fucking garbage. I hated their website. It was not friendly to use. Yeah. All right. So before I we move completely on, agree. I would, I'd just like to mention a funny story about the uh, Crunchyroll player. So a couple days ago, or a couple days after they made their announcement on August 24th that they were going to be upgrading their website infrastructure, I got randomly served the new HTML5 player. So and did I. Joy, it doesn't work at all for me. I can't watch a <laughs> single video. It's infinite buffering, and I can't watch anything. So I'm like, fuck you, Crunchyroll. I'm going to go to Horrible so Subs funny. and rip your shit, because I can't watch your shit anymore. At least I can watch it with the Flash player. I cannot watch it with the <laughs> oh HTML. And I right. would unsubscribe, except I'm on an annual payment method. So... Honestly, I can't use Crunchyroll in any capacity right now, so I'm just very unhappy. Good job, Crunchyroll. <laughs> That's hilarious. I told they're you they're working out the bugs. They've been working on HTML5 forever. It's just not working for them. Crunchyroll is even is Crunchyroll is inept at even being inept. Crunchyroll, give me an option to opt out of your beta. <laughs> so he, what I did again. I wasn't served this, so I have no fucking idea how it's going to work, but I have an HTML5 player for my Firefox, and it works fucking peachy. I love watching videos on Crunchyroll now. It works fine. And for a lot of the people that are, like, threatening to unsubscribe to Crunchyroll, I, you know, I'm like, just do it. If, if you really hate Crunchyroll's service that much that you want to unsubscribe, then fucking do it, all right? I'm not condoning going and pirating shit, because I personally hate going to, like, um, those anime websites and it's all low quality right it's always 720 or 480 it's never 1080 you go to the torrents honey yeah and the only (laughs) way to truly get 1080p is to torrent this and you have to go to like um i know it's annoying yeah it's super annoying and i hate it that's why i'm fine with paying crunchyroll to get quality anime yeah well so quote unquote quality if if their player works i'm fine with that because i can't be bothered to torrent every single anime i'm watching but i'm forced to at this point because the country i'm not working yeah i mean if you if you have chrome there's also a um html5 extension the that i'm just saying that's very true see how that works (laughs) i have a workaround around crunch rule shitty things you know like obviously because people make these extensions for Chrome and for Firefox, they obviously want to use Crunchyroll's service. Like, the fans are still there. We still want to use Crunchyroll because our alternatives are really shitty, right? And I'm Well, not, not all of them, but most of them. And I'm not going to yeah. say that you're $9 or $12 or however the fuck you're paying, however much. I don't know how much I'm paying. I think I'm paying like 12 I have an old, like, Bro. high-tier subscription. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I just never bothered to change it because I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Take my money, Crunchyroll. 
I want you to feed the anime industry. Oh, however, my. however, because you know you're right. Our our nine dollars or and whatnot a month is not gonna help personally. But when you have millions of people subscribing, that's what helps, and that's what helps fund things. You know, understand that if you choose to go and pirate because you're tired of Crunchyroll's shit, hopefully Crunchyroll listens. But understand what you're doing. All right, you can't be like I'm a fucking just threaten them to quit and don't fucking quit like you got to go through with that shit right if you're not willing to be um content like i am and find workarounds around crunchyroll's shitty system then go ahead fucking unsubscribe show them all right i think it's it'll work a lot more if they do lose millions of dollars because people are like yeah we're tired of your shit and we don't want to deal with this we don't if you don't want to take the time to find a workaround then fucking unsubscribe do it Go, well, go start they'll, they'll do one of two things. They'll either learn from their mistake or they'll go broke. Yeah, and if the service goes down, that sucks. Maybe uh, Funi will take over. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe Please, not uh, funny. I mean, the funny. country role player is bad, but the funny player. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or maybe Anime Strike will come back. <laughs> I mean, oh, we have high dives. so shitty. All the alternatives suck. Oh my god, Daisuke is garbage. <laughs> Daisuke's oh done. Daisuke's gone. Oh, is it gone? Yeah, it already went down, honey. Oh man, it's the <laughs> first <laughs> domino. <laughs> um, and, and that's my point. Like, look at all these unsuccessful people. And you know, this is this is my message out to you, Crunchyroll. Like, you still got people who love you, right? That w- that still want to make you work. That that still want to be with you. Please. Please help us out. Give us yeah, I mean, a there, good HTML5. Like, there's people like me who were early adopters who are still around. Anyway, yeah. so getting kind of going back a little bit to the whole High Guardian Spies thing, something else that came out right very shortly, or around the same time as that second Crunchyroll article came out, someone, and I don't know who, but someone on, I'm assuming, uh, Twitter, uh, did some digging and found out who one of the uh, one of the writers on High Guardian Spies is going to be. It's a woman named Kate Leth or Leith. I don't know how you're actually supposed to pronounce the name. Leith. Um, Leith. Leith. I don't know. Anyway, so this this woman, and I, I say that not actually knowing because she lists her pronouns as she, her, and so automatically you know you can't trust anything she says if she's listing her pronouns. Oh, Alex, um, why are you so politically incorrect? <laughs> People who... who All right. Fuck it. That, that I, anyway. Is, no, no. Move on, please. Yeah, anyway. Um, so this woman has a history on Twitter, at least, and I think Tumblr as well, because, of course, you know, if you're going to be an intersectional feminist, you have to be on Tumblr. Um, Stop. Basically hates men. And yeah, uh, she queen, goes... Down with out, the patriarchy. She goes, she goes out of <laughs> her way to... oppressed. To, yeah, I know, right? She goes out of her way to, um, you know, point out she's basically a sexist. She's like a confirmed sexist. She hates men, and so I'm, I'm going to read a couple. Like, there's this one who just says, and she's replying to an Associated Press article about uh, the now deceased Senator John McCain, who was battling brain cancer at the time. Her response to this article is, "Men are trash." Yas queen. <laughs> Yeah. Take those men uh, out to the garbage disposal, Queen. <laughs> then there's another one. This is from this is from April seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. Four hundred characters in Infinity War and not a single canon queer. Sounds like the worst party ever. Like, uh, really? Who cares? 
Yeah, and um, I'm not all... I don't condone people trying to dox other people. Like, alright, so this this writer is a piece of shit that you don't like, has ideologies you do not agree with, and acts like a total fucking scumbag. But what does that have to do with the content that they're writing? If it presents itself in its work, which again, we can't know because it's not out yet, if it presents itself in its work, then sure, shit on it. But you're you're attacking someone based on their own like ideologies and stuff, again, without seeing what product we get right oh yeah i'm i'm, I'm Honestly, completely behind you on that but like and like you say if it actually if, if these kind of what she's talking about like you know man hating and thinking that every single person in the world has to be on the queer spectrum in some way uh if that presents itself if that's the only thing that presents itself in her writing then sure call her out on that but and you and like you say, you have to wait until you actually see it first. But that also doesn't negate the fact that you can call her out for being a disgusting human being prior to it coming out. Okay, that's I just fine. Like to say but again, that you know, look at look at these people doxing her though. Like, or rather, they didn't dox her, but she they, didn't dox her. She doxed herself because she put this on a public forum like Twitter. Yeah, but these people are just preemptively like shitting on her. Like, look at how shitty this person is. Obviously, the show is going to be bad. You can have that opinion. You can have, like, if you really truly believe that the show is going to be shit and look at this reason why I think it is shit, then don't watch it. Right? Yeah. yeah and it also comes down here. to this concept of can you separate the art from the artist? You should. Because Rather. there's a lot of, I mean, in, in, in the anime realm, I mean, the, the fucking creator of Veroni Kenshin's a, like a legitimate pedophile. Yeah. he's. But uh, I still what? love Veroni Kenshin. <laughs> Was it two years? Two years in jail? Was that it? Yeah. Got it off really light. That's a very Yo, Japan, why do you let pedophiles off? Like, they they let a lot of pedophiles off pretty easily. Yeah, I know. It's almost like they don't think pedophilia is an actual problem. Um, But, I mean, even outside, like, like, like the anime world, like, for me personally, like, one of my favorite stand-up special of all time is Bill Cosby himself, because I think it's absolutely hysterical. But Bill Cosby, as we have learned over the last year and a half, is an absolutely horrendous human being. Puddin' pops. Yeah. Oh God. But no it's like it, it, it all comes back to that. Can you separate the art from the artist? Because it, it, High Guardian Spice might come out, and it I don't I don't have high hopes for it, but it might be okay. It might even be good. And then at that point, I can maybe I could separate the art from the artist. But if it comes out and there, it, you know, all that's being portrayed is what she's already put out there on Twitter. It's like don't be surprised if people kind of have a backlash towards it because most people don't think like that okay i just like to say that people like kate's um they there are a lot of people that follow uh people like kate's and i'm sure that she has an audience for her kind of content that she's putting out um and honestly yes it is aggressive it is confrontational it, it a lot of people will call it toxic but i don't think it's like i don't think it's really hurting anyone it's not like attacking anyone or like really it's attacking a group it's not like it's Men? not like yes a group and it's to me her comments that i've read and i've seen i haven't seen all of her comments i've just seen a few I, to me they are just very confrontational opinions i don't see them as like like hurting people. Whereas, Let me ask you something. What would she have to say for her to be considered a sexist? 
I don't care what she's considered. I'm just saying I don't think she's like, like, I think there's a line with her kind of content. Like if she's going after particular people and inciting violence or inciting harassment against particular people, that's where I draw the line. If she is uh, giving her opinions on she wants more queer people in this, she doesn't like the 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 male perspective in this i'm like that's your opinion people disagree with you you're not really causing any like huge like detriment to actual people you're just expressing your opinion so from what i've seen i don't think her content is like super like horrible i mean it's it's controversial but i don't think it's horrible and we're trying we're trying to decide on a slogan for 2015. I'm torn between why not and nothing's weird, but my vote's still for kill all men. Yeah, that's not controversial at all. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I would agree. Yeah, that's, that's uh, calling bad for a fucking tweet. genocide of half of the human species. I'd say that's pretty fucking extreme. So yeah, yeah. she's a fucking sexist. I don't care what what kind of fancy label you're going to put on it. She's a fucking sexist. Okay. And here here's my issue here. Um. So what if she's sexist? Like I don't care I mean, it that she see. At least she's every, honest every, about it. I'll give her that. Everyone is like saying, "Oh, look at how bad she is." Right? I'm like, "Yeah, she's a piece of shit." Right? In my opinion, I think she's a piece of shit. She thinks that all men should die. She thinks that all men are generalized the same. Like, yeah, you're being extremely sexist. However, again, I am completely fine with her being sexist as long as people who are being this way understand that they're being that way. Right? Like, wow. You hate the patriarchy. You hate men. You literally have a tweet from 2015 saying, kill all men. You're a sexist piece of shit. And she goes, I'm not sexist. Then that's like, I'm like, all right, well, now you're clearly delusional. I'm just going to go this way and pray to whoever I need to pray to to make sure you get right. Because that's not cool. Like, how are you going to preach about equality and stuff when you call for violence like that right it doesn't make sense it's called double think you're holding two conflicting ideas as equal and it it doesn't work yeah calling for a mass genocide is probably not not what you want for your slogan it's certainly it's certainly not a way to engender uh like love from other people it's certainly from men um i wonder does this extend to gay men as well does she also want to kill all gay men because they, I, mean, I can read you, you some, I can her. read you some other uh, can read you some other stuff. It's it's her her and of course you can't actually go see this now because since she's actually gotten in the spotlight now for being a writer on High Guardian Spies, she's gone and done a purge of her entire Twitter account. Yeah, like everyone does. <laughs> yeah, people realize. Oh, people might actually believe I think these things. But here's the thing: I if if you tweeted something. Or you put something like the James Gunn debacle where he tweeted a really racist uh, joke years and like what, seven, eight, nine years ago. And it was just a stupid joke, but he got in trouble with it with Disney and he lost uh, his position of director for Guardians of the Galaxy, which is why Guardians 3 is put on hold now. Like, I'm just like, you know, the tweet was, yeah, it was racially charged. It was he was trying to do like a whole shock factor type of deal to get like trending, but he has, you know, it, it was so long ago. It, it's not something that he believes to this day. And again, it was just something he did when he was younger and it was fucking stupid. But he completely took it like a champ. You know, he didn't fight back or anything. He was like, yeah, I understand that my actions have consequences, right? And he owned up to it, which is why I was like, look at that. He's 
he owns up to it, Disney. Like he he should. I get why you guys are doing this as a decision. You don't want anything racially charged, even remotely close to your whole Marvel universe. And I understand everything that went through that. But as a fan of the Guardian series and as Marvel in general, I was like, this this man has clearly grown up. He he's shown that he isn't that same person that made that that tweet, right? Shouldn't, oh yeah. Aren't if we're gonna talk about equality about peace and love shouldn't we give people as many opportunities as possible right so you certainly give them more than one yeah and i i get I that can, i can give you i can give you a better i can give you a much better example of intolerance though i can right. give you such a better one that's actually happened in the last two weeks so as a lot of you know i follow motorsports and in the nascar world there is a driver named connor daly whose father used to be a race car driver too and in 1984, he was being interviewed by someone, and he said the N-word on television. Uh, and he was referring to himself, and he's an Irish person. Um, and now his son, who, uh, who races now, lost his sponsorship over something his father said in 1984 before his son was born. <laughs> yeah, that's really... And again, corporations whoever they had honchos at corporations who do sponsorships and shit, that is all completely up to them, right? If they want to do that... It's not about social justice, it's about money. Yeah, and and that's the problem. They are obviously doing it for money. Like, oh, whoa, there's a detriment here. We don't want any possible way to lose this money, and it's an easy way to just cut them off, right? It's an easy out. Corporations... It's a fa- it's, 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 it's <laughs> literally, it's a cop-out is what it is. And And let's be honest here. In capitalist America, anyone who wants to fucking dime you right nickel and dime you they will right it's a shitty world that we live in where we have companies that are going to do this to you but that's just how they roll yeah as long as we we the people come to our our, each other's aids right and be like yeah we understand that you changed and we accept you and we still want you to be a part of our community and that's it's all good all right though uh, yeah we should uh down down with the uh capitalism pigs go socialism No, 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 no. You're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. (laughs) Play the Russia song. Play the Russian theme song. (laughs) I don't know the words. God damn it. I would sing. Uh, Now, and that whole thing with the Kate Lathe thing just kind of reinforces my belief that the people who preach about diversity are the most intolerant people. Honestly, just one more two cents I'm going to put in is that, like, I see a lot of man-hating um, from various social media influencers and ce- internet celebrities. Um, and for the most part, it's ironic. And that's how I interpret Kate's like whole persona on Twitter. Um, like, I'm when she says she's going to kill all men, I don't think she's literal. I don't know her. I have no idea. But it's a trendy thing to do. That's like a trendy thing to say, honestly. And I don't think it's right, but at the same time, a lot of people do it. So what can I say? Well, I'll, I'll use the tired old question. If everyone thought it was okay to jump off a bridge, would that make it cool and trendy? Probably. I mean, a, remember the Tide Pod If there thing? was a safety net below it, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Remember the Tide Pod challenge where these kids were trying to be trendy because they're like, you know, at first it was just a fucking joke. And then kids were like, no, but really, though. Let's like <laughs> instead of having two people a year get poisoned by Tide Pods, let's boost that shit up to like six hundred. <laughs> yeah, no, no people will do it. There are just some people who just you no, know, they don't care. They don't give a shit. It's a trend. Yeah, 
and there are some people that might just do that and personally i i believe that you're right like the most the people the all these people that preach about tolerance seem to me be the most intolerant people right mm-hmm. <laughs> but that more stems from their uh how they view things like they don't seem it to be intolerant towards uh it's it's okay to be intolerant towards someone that you believe is also intolerant because to the to you they are like subhuman right they're not even at and as an equal to you which i find super fucked up everyone should be equal right i mean yeah i mean people all people should be equal especially in the eyes of the law in the eyes of the lord <laughs> <laughs> that, that too um but um yeah i just why I, I don't I for, first of all, I don't think there's any irony behind what she's I think she literally believes that men you should just go off and die which I find funny mass, because how does she think she, the speech is going to go on You think she's literally homicidal I th- I wouldn't be surprised if she ended up killing someone now Really No I, w- I wouldn't be surprised at all All right oh, okay, well Alex. <laughs> I think this is a very touchy subject and I want to move on all right. Well, Sounds shall we good. move on then? Yeah. So the so after that whole cr- the second Crunchyroll article that addressed some of the stuff of the in the High Guardian Spies comment section, uh, did you in another video? Oh so God. The, the the second article the second article was was released at seven forty three p.m. on August twenty fourth. At 11.47 p.m. on August twenty fourth, Digimo released his second video. This boy works fast. <laughs> Which also tells me he doesn't research anything that he talks about. Or at least he definitely didn't research any of these two things. Um, and he was basically countering Crunchyroll's claims, saying that their subscription, the cost of their subscription, isn't enough to support individual creators. And In a he- way, he's kind of right, but the way that Crunchyroll goes about it makes him wrong. Oh, by the way, in his video, he didn't provide any concrete numbers. He just made No, and claims. he also provided no sources either. Yeah, he was just arguing for arguing's sake, right? Gotta get those yeah. clicks, ride well, the it, trend. So I, I didn't I watch guess. his second video, so I have no idea what it's about. Girl, you're um, not feeding into the, the, the clickbait? Come on, man. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. I honestly do not care about you this should, at You should wait, wait, until you, wait until you see the thumbnail for this video. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Dude, bro needs that ad revenue. Come on, feed him. He needs food to eat. <laughs> Other people can feed that troll. I, I choose not to. Oh, now, one of the things that D- Digibro pointed out in his video uh, was Patreon. Now, I know a lot of people on, on who make YouTube videos for a living... Um, do do rely somewhat heavily on Patreon support to keep them funded, and I, I think that's right. actually it's, actually it's a valid. Hold on, hold on, false. That is actually false. So okay, let me rephrase that. They use Patreon, whether it funds them or not is is so is a different story. So but the they do is, use it. You're right in the sense that um, most YouTube creators do have some other form of compensation, but a lot of major YouTubers primarily get their funding through advertisement through being paid through youtube like patreon helps but it doesn't like the drop off between like people who get a lot of money from patreon a month to like the number one to number two is a giant leap then you get down to like number 15 and it's like wow it's abysmal compared to number five right where are That's... your sources where are your numbers john <laughs> go into uh the answer man article he has it yeah talking about um, patreon 
and it no, is, okay, it's also we'll, we'll get to that when we get. Well, there. it's also worth pointing out that a lot of, especially like high subscriber count YouTubers, have various sources of revenue, not just from from YouTube ad revenue and Patreon. Some of them sell merchandise, and some of them go out and 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 do other things. And I mean, there's various <laughs> ways you can get your you get your money. I'm just saying that that Patreon is not necessarily like antithetical to making money in this space. I just laughed because that made me think of PewDiePie and how I was trying to sell those uh, PewDiePie gaming chairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please buy PewDiePie gaming chairs. <laughs> and, and Let's all feed and, PewDiePie. And right. So a lot of um, major players, uh, top YouTubers, they diversify how they get their money. Just like, you know, stocks, diversify, diversify. Well, uh, and how Crunchyroll as a company makes money, too. And that's kind of why I, I feel like Digibro's argument of like using Patreon only to fund stuff. I'm like, yeah, that could work if it was low budget and didn't cost that much money. Because um, I think we should segue into the Answer Man thing now. Where um, yeah, I'm gonna let Show take over because I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Okay. So five days after Digibro made the claim in his video that Crunchyroll's subscription fee do not support the animators and the studios. On Anime News Network, um, I'm not sure the exact author, but someone posted an article <laughs> replying directly to Digibro's video, and this person provided the specific numbers that Crunchyroll and Patreon give respectively in terms of funding. So um, I'm not going to run down the specific numbers, but the point is that uh, Crunchyroll pays royalties per episode to the anime creators. And these royalties range depending on the IP, obviously, but they have the potential to fund a entire anime purely through royalties, not counting the per-view um, payment that Crunchyroll also offers, uh, depending on the popularity of the show. Um, so high IP um, shows like like uh, like Naruto, Attack on Titan, Dragon Ball Z, they can afford to just make back most of most or all of their money just by the royalties that Crunchyroll is giving them because they are a high valued IP. And then when we compare that to Patreon, um the highest um Patreon the highest person on Patreon earning money cannot what he's making is a quarter per episode of what an average anime needs to be funded. So what the what I think it was the answer man, what the answer man said on Anime News Network is that Patreon is only geared towards small and medium sized uh projects. Oh it's it's good for individuals is basically what he pointed out. Yeah, so it's just it's just not uh it's not it's not the type of platform that can fund something as big and as expensive as an anime. Whereas royalty-based payment, that kind of structure of paying that Crunchyroll is doing, can fund an entire anime if it's uh, worth the funding. So that's yeah. so he debunked Digibro's claims with hard numbers, basically. And it's worth. It's also worth pointing out. That, yeah, there are aberrations in that because you know, Little Witch Academia, the TV series, got funded almost entirely through Kickstarter. So yeah, and so here's the thing about. Crowd, crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, right? So <clears throat> when done properly, yeah, they can bring over a show. 
like uh like little witch academia um there's another one nekopara which got an anime which is gonna be like what a couple episodes or only and it it's a it's some shitty video game not video game what, what are they called again something it's a it's a visual novel yeah a visual novel and <laughs> i say it's shitty but I don't. I've never done played it. I, it's I don't amazing. know. Yeah, a lot of people like Nekopara because you know Nekomimi girls, but that got funded entirely through that, and that's why it even has an anime, and that's cool, right? But how much it costs to make shows and all that stuff? Like, yeah, if we just suddenly switch to, uh, we'll pay only just the developers. Like uh, in Answer Man's article, he does talk about, you know, it's not just the one studio. There is a plethora of studios that work together to bring you that show. And how would you divide up the money? You need to have an infrastructure that divides up the money. And it, it's yeah. like on average $100,000 per episode, right? To make just one episode of a show. And I get Digibro's idea of like, how about I just pay to the studios that I like? I'm like, yeah, sure. But again, the studio that you like isn't necessarily the one who did most of the work. It's just that they're the ones who have their name on there. There, if you look at, yeah. if anyone bothers to look at the end credits of any anime, you can see that there are definitely a lot more than just one or two studios helping out. You know, there's the sound, there's the drawing, there's graphics, there's subtitling, there's um all this production stuff. You know, just like a regular movie. You know, our our credits and stuff are super long for a reason because it takes a lot of yeah. people to make a show. And, and that's and, where and, it's and don't forget up. you got to pay you got to pay kickbacks to the voice acting agencies yeah on top of having to pay all the other people not just animation drawing inking transporting and all that shit you know a lot a lot of these uh drawers and stuff for anime are from korea and vietnam did you know that you know how it's because they can get away with paying them less yeah and, and it's super fucked up but that's my point if you only donate to certain studios that you like the studios that help other people out will never get a fucking penny of that which is why we need this yeah. infrastructure that has a connection. Sure, you can just say, well, what if we created a, a, a type of service where we donate money to certain studios and then we have this service? You know, this is going to be my idea. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> no one no <laughs> one take this idea. I'm taking it. <laughs> right? I'll have a $10 million to start up a company to just basically be the go-between of, hey, you give me money for this one company. I divvy up their work by percentages and I just split the money entirely and I take a 2% cut. And that's what I'm going to do. That that could work, but you're currently. gonna be so rich. Yeah, that could work, but how Crunchyroll's infrastructure is right now with royalties and uh, per view clicks, whatever, it works better. It just it's a better system for now. I'm not saying that it's the best system, but the one that we've got is working to help support the industry. And uh, I also believe in his article. He did talk about how it's thanks to streaming services like Crunchyroll that have picked up the market in the West that makes Japan a little bit more inclined to make more shows or better shows. But at the end of the day, it, it boils down to what company has enough money to be like, all right, let's put this show, give it to Crunchyroll, and then let's see if we get money back. I mean, yeah, yeah. Crunchyroll has been co-producing a lot of different anime that's like, so they're investing creatively and financially into the anime industry. Yeah, so and it, it's also worth mentioning that, that it's also worth mentioning that Crunchyroll isn't alone in this. I mean, you have Funimation, you have Netflix now, you have, uh, what is it, High Dive, uh, who's come in in the last year and a half. Got Hulu. So, I mean, it's not just this one source of revenue that they could potentially have. It's multiple sources of revenue that these studios could have. Exclusive streaming rights. Only one streamer per show i'm just saying that no i'm, I'm saying that they're they don't have to rely on just crunchyroll oh you mean 
like one studio has multiple shows and each show is on a different streaming site so that their customers have to have five different subscriptions. I mean, you're the one that's talking about conspiracy theories with collusion, so maybe. <laughs> like, I, I personally hate that I have to go through so many different services to get anime that I want to watch. Like, I really do wish that there was one central hub that had all of it, and they would just divvy up the money evenly for every, like, production studio. That would be fucking... Keep dreaming. Cool. Hey, hey, I'm gonna make it, man. I'm gonna be the next CEO of that motherfucking company. Then they're gonna be like, holy shit, this dude was on a podcast like 10 years ago talking about how he's gonna make this idea, and then he fucking did it. He saved the anime <laughs> industry. It's funny, because Jijibro in his video, one of the complete opposite, he wants each studio to have their own website where you can only see their work, and you have to go yeah, to like 100 different that websites. Be, and that's the most... That would be absolutely terrible. <laughs> I can't even imagine the absolute chaos that would cause every single season. That's just a <sighs> terrible... Like, I, why would you want... I, I get that you only want to pay for content that you want to see, right? I understand this. I understand his point. As much as I hate to admit that Digibro's kind of right, I only like watching shows from studios that I like. You know, there are certain studios where I'm just like, yeah, your shows are pretty crap. But that's not going to mean that they're not going to, they're uh, going to push out only good shit. You know, maybe they'll push out, what's that one shitty show that Trigger was trying to really push and I hated it? The one Darling where. The Darling in the Franks? No, not not Darling in the Franks. Though I. Kiznaiver. Kiznaiver. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, Keysniver, I, I love Trigger, right? I'm not going to say it's a terrible studio, but for me, it's either I like it, or I mean, it's either I love it, or I fucking hate it. It's never any <laughs> in-between. And Keysniver, I fucking hated, with a passion. And I remember they had so much promotio, pr- promotional shit. Like, Keysniver is a new anime. We'll tell a new story. It's going to flip everything on its he- fucking head. It's like, wow, it's going to be so crazy. Then I watched the first three episodes. I was like, wow, it wasn't that crazy. <laughs> 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 and I just like I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna watch this show. And I didn't hate Trigger afterward. I was just like, well, it's a bad show. You get you get bad shows, which is why I mean, even the best even the best people out there have bad days from time to time. And, I mean, and, you can't expect a and this company is, to be perfect. This 100% is why of the time. I, I won't discount. Like, what if they're an up and coming studio? My example is uh the studio that animated King's Avatar the first season. It was so poorly funded. It looked like shit. It was fucking terrible. But by God, it came back with a fucking vengeance because everyone loved King's Avatar in China and its budget was looks it's like so much better. It um the special OVA that came out last season, it looks fucking phenomenal. It's like leagues and leagues better. It's so crisp. It's like I'm like, is this Ufotable? Did Ufotable do this? <laughs> like, oh no, it's not. It's just this Chinese company that has a shit ton of money because King's Avatar season one did really well, even though it was animated very poorly. And I, I really have got to hand it to them. They really stepped their game up, which is, again, why I'm not going to discount new studios that I don't know or studios that made horse shit in the past. Like Studio Dean is an example where it, they made horrible shit in the past. They had like, you know, it was good and then it was kind of terrible. And then Studio Dean came back and saved motherfucking anime with Konosuba right yeah so you uh, you never know studio d studio dean is the sine wave of anime that they started out kind of terrible then they got kind of good and then they got a little bit worse and then they got fucking gods here with konosuba and now they're sliding right back into just <laughs> mediocre and and it's just like that right where it's hit or miss and that's why i don't mind if there's just a single service that i pay to and they're just like all right we'll just divvy it up and give it out to other companies like all the companies because we don't know we as fans, unless you're a super, super ultra, like, 
what's that fucking autistic weeb neckbeard <laughs> who spends all day researching like what parts of what was animated by, by what studio by which artist like you're not gonna know what goes into an episode because all we see is on the outside and that's that's a big problem for all our um, all these anime fans you you guys don't understand the process behind it right oh i've seen shirobako i know how anime is made like yeah no you don't not really because unless you're actually part of it and you know you run the entire company you don't see all the moving parts and us telling you this now like it's easy to understand it like yeah i get it it should be it's just like you know how, it's not any different from how people make tv shows in the u.s we've got a plethora of teams and artists and redrawers and stuff just working weeks and weeks at a time to get us content you know it's there's the storyboard people there's writers animators drawers people who color it in people who actually put it into the um computer and then they animate it with the um fuck what's the program called anyway that's not important but there's a lot of moving parts you can't just say okay well most of the shows i like is from trigger i'm just going to pay to trigger because if you look at their credits trigger doesn't do everything by themselves there are some things they outsource and we got to pay those people too now you could argue well all right well what if we pay to the main company and then they are the ones who divide the money up and pay the other people but you realize these people who own these um studios they're they're all just artists and they're just trying to make shows they're not really business people that's why they go under giant labels like um a1 pictures is a giant label company right aniplex that's a giant yeah. company that just has a shit ton of other studios underneath it and it's the one that does it so what you're saying is you want a new system that's exactly like how the old system is right now <laughs> like i don't understand yeah. you did you bro what the fuck dude what, what 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 you just said is also why a lot of upstart studios that are started by former animators go belly up so quickly because, as you say, animators are not natural-born businessmen. Yeah, and it's fine like that. And uh, I remember there was a – it's like a year or two ago. I saw an article where people were wondering, like, why don't Japanese studios just do what Trigger did, you know, and start doing their own thing? And that's because a lot of them – you know, this is their livelihood, right? They can't just make a startup. They have mouths to feed. They have families. They have bills to pay. You think it's like you can just chase this dream and people are going to help you out. And it may work. It may not. There are some studios that do succeed, but there are so many more that don't. And a lot of these animators and stuff don't want to take this risk, which is why they sign off, sign on to these big companies that handle all that shit for them. Which is why, again, I'm going to start my own company and I'm going to do anime research marketing and then I'm going to reach out to these people and make them make their own studios and I'm going to fund them and I'll handle all of this for them. That's what my company's going to be about. <laughs> big anime um, company. That's what I'm going to call no, it. No, call it, call it Big Anime Titty Studios. <laughs> big, big, big Anime Fish Titties the, the Incorporated, <laughs> LLC. <Fish titties. laughs> um, there, is, there is one thing you did mention that... that that I think a lot of people who are complaining now about all this with Crunchyroll really need to keep in mind, especially if you have a problem with High Guardian Spice as a concept. So this whole thing is being done by a brand new studio, Elation Studios. And uh, it's it's worth pointing out that regardless of how this particular project turns out, I mean, they might end up doing their, their second project might be great. We don't know yet because it hasn't been done. Um, so I would say g give them a chance before you just completely outright, you know, write them off to the dustbin of history. Like, give them a chance. The, the High Guardian Spice may succeed. It may fall flat on its face. But if Crunchyroll is an intelligent company, it will learn from its mistakes and it will it will learn from them going forward and do better next time.
And if it doesn't, and it goes belly up, then all you fucking bitching people got your wish. Crunchyroll shits itself, and yeah. Now we're left with um, what Funi and um, Ver Netflix, Netflix, uh, other shitty uh, studios. I don't, I don't know what uh, we High have. Dive. I don't uh, know what High Dive is. I mean, technically Amazon, because Amazon is still licensing anime, even though Strike is gone. Yeah, they just got rid of the Strike platform because it was super garbage. Because it wasn't any different from what they have now. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? No, there was a difference. It was behind a second paywall. Oh yeah, that's what it was. There was a difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was I on that um, podcast? I don't remember. I think I was. I don't remember. Where I bitched um, about it. Anyway. <clears throat> well, anyway, I think to, to wrap this up, because we've gone over an hour now. Yeah. Um, I, I you Feel free to, to disagree with me, you two. But um, I think that what really needs to be focused on with Crunchyroll right now is, I think th- people's, like... Uh, People's criticisms of its of its technical issues, I think, are definitely legitimate, and I think they should be they should be seen to. I mean, uh, they're not they're not new. A lot of them have been around for a while. Bad subs, um, yeah. And and you know what? People complain, and Digibro even complained about the censorship in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's like that's how it, that's how that the show was sent to them from David Productions in Japan. I mean, what are they going to do about that? Uncensor it all themselves? No. So here's the thing. Um, um, wait, I, I do understand. Wait, yeah. If that was sent to them from David Productions, yeah. then so yeah, so, uncensor it. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, I he, thought they censored it themselves. No, 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 no. no Crunchyroll no. does not censor the stuff that they're sent. It's sent to them. It's sent to them like that from the animation studio that makes it. Yeah. So to to clarify, um, there are they get sent shows as is. They actually don't censor it. So sometimes we get the censored version, and that's the only license they can get, either because the other one costs too much or they just don't get it or something. Because uh, even in Japan, like you know, the stuff that they show uncensored might just be Blu-ray exclusive or something. Because that happens. And that's quite the way a it lot. is with JoJo's. It's you got to to get the uncensored version. You got to buy the Blu-rays. Wait, yeah. for JoJo's, aren't we just talking about like references, not even animation, just like well, that that's also that's also something references. else that he brought up is that they all they they went through uh this this is this is all on Crunchyroll. They went through all of JoJo's and changed the names of all of the Western music references in the subs, but you can still clearly hear the people Wait, saying them out so- loud. So the the subtitle censorship was that from David Studios or did no that they... that is that is that is all Crunchyroll. Okay, I was talking about the subtitle censorship. I wasn't talking about the visual censorship. Oh no, the the, the I was talking before about the censorship of the violence in JoJo's. I see. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So yeah, that's one thing I do hate about subtitles where they change the names. I'm just like I'm weeb enough to understand a little bit of Japanese. Please don't change Onisama <laughs> or Onichan to Big Bro, unless it's in the context of like I don't. I don't know. Sometimes they change it into like literal translations, and it's super fucking weird. And I'm just like, why do you do it's this? It's clunky, is what it is. Yeah. And um, like no one talks like this. <laughs> it it's just I get it, and it's a hard balance, right? Like I I get that the subtitlers had to change it because of licensing issues. Like you know, JoJo's has a lot of '80s, '70s, and '90s references in it. It's you know we have Ario Speedwagon in, in this bitch. <laughs> Robert E.O.'s speed wagon. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it. But what you gonna do? Wait, wait. I mean Contact for stuff like the, that, I mean the copyright that, holders. That never... You just need to do more work. Isn't it because Crunchyroll is too lazy? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, let me pay um, I so think... much more money to these like bands that kinda don't exist anymore. 
Yeah, I, I think for for that specific example, they were more worried about getting sued for license or for you know using those references unlicensed. Whereas Japan just was like, oh, we don't fucking care. Yeah, it's kind Listen, of. Weird. I'm not a copyright lawyer. I don't know. Um, well, it's because one of the issues with copyright in Japan is like they do have to censor you know stuff. Like you can't say Doraemon. Like every time they reference Doraemon, they always censor it. But for the you, Western stuff, you can't stuff, say McDonald's. Well, and and jump, they do that anytime they mention jump in an anime. Yeah, because <laughs> jump's license, you can't talk about jump unless you actually are <laughs> part of jump. Then maybe, but even then, it doesn't matter. Which I found, which I found insanely funny because in in a, in a show that's airing this season, um, uh, Chio Chan School Road, uh, there's there's a reference to there's two references to Naruto. One in which the actual fucking OP from Naruto, uh, first no second OP for Shippuden, which is Bluebird. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, starts playing and they don't censor that at all. Like it's it's literally the OB that's playing. And then le- like two episodes later, sh- the main character just mentions jump and it's censored. It's like really. <laughs> Speaking of Chiochan, did you know that um, in the original Japanese audio they played "We Are the Champions," and they had to <clears throat> they just put silence instead in the Crunchyroll version. Oh God, I did not know that. <laughs> um, it was for the um flashbacks during the comedy episode that's pretty oh, wow. funny but again you know licensing that is funny issues, you know and and just like in japan it doesn't matter even if let's say the the creator is from jump right he's show is for or, uh, his his manga or whatever is serialized in jump it's the studio that gets in trouble for putting it in the show they're the ones who yeah. are going to get sued if they're not part of jump and they're not because jump is its own publisher they're not part of the whole yeah. umbrella well, anyways, uh, this isn't like that big of an issue. Honestly. It's not, and for the people who think it is, it's like it's a licensing thing, dude. What do you want us to do? Yeah, I mean, there's not much they can do about it besides throwing millions of dollars that they don't have at lawyers. I mean, like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, in um, this dying industry where animators aren't being paid enough, let's spend more money that we don't have to pay royalties to these people that we make shitty references to, when it has yeah. like no actual record, like other than sharing the name. And did, like for JoJo's like Speedwagon, that's it. No personality yeah. like Speedwagon. Not referencing any of Speedwagon's like Ario Speedwagon's songs, skills, nothing like that. It's just his name just hell happens to be Speedwagon. Yeah, that's it. Or like Dio. Well, aside for, aside from that, I think there's also the 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 mobile infrastructure that they have could definitely be upgraded. There, there's some of their infrastructure that just definitely needs to be upgraded, and I think relatively soon. Um. And, and we, we talked about it in the uh, in the last episode that we did where we talked about Crunchyroll, where they have these unwanted services that people never asked for, and it's like they have the convention, they have the talk shows, they have um, what Biopics. is the award show. The, it's like most people don't care. A talk on Titan. <laughs> That's what it was. Listen, I care about Talk on Titan. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, no, no I so, remember and, and, in the comment section for the. Uh, high guardian spice thing people were talking about how they hated attack on titan and i was like i don't care yeah. that they have this like this this unnecessary content that they're shoveling out i don't care that they're putting it out there they're trying something they want to try and if they like doing it then so be it i'm not gonna watch it it's not for me so why is it an issue i, I would say that i would i would i would agree with you for most of that the one like caveat that i have is the convention there's already a bazillion fucking conventions out there like, why do you want to add one more? The Crunchyroll Expo? Well, yeah. I love the Crunchyroll Expo. Fuck off. Ugh, it also adds just... more legitimacy to the company so that investors can invest more. No, so... I mean, you say that, but... 
Well, what wait, happens wait. if the no, convention no, no. eventually goes under? No, no, no. So, what do you mean goes under? No, no, no. Let me like, explain something. They don't have to enough you. money to I continue doing it. I need to explain something it. to you right now. Crunchyroll Expo is meant to show off all the people who are partnered with it. I know this because specifically a phone game that I'm playing, Mihoyo, they came to America from China and had their own little booth at Crunchyroll Expo because Crunchyroll sells ad space to anyone who's willing to buy. And that's why I saw ads for my phone game on Crunchyroll. And I was like, wow, look at that. That's crazy. And they're at Crunchyroll Expo. It's to give exposure to all their partners. That's why. That's why they have an expo. I, I guess. I, I still have no desire to ever go, but sure. And that's I mean, fine. But it's good for the, it's healthy for the company, though. Yeah, it's healthy for the company. I, I can't believe and you if don't. The, if the company is healthy, then they can afford more royalties for the shows you like. So <laughs> I don't, like, even if you don't want to go to the convention, like, it, it helps the company get the shows you want. You know, it's really funny. This really right. turned into a two versus one. I <laughs> I, th- I was joking yes, at first. Queen, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I just, uh, I think they could do the same thing without having an entire convention, but. And I say fucking false, but whatever. Let's move fake on. News. Fake news. Um, fake news. Fake, Jesus. Um, I, I'm at. I mean, the only thing I can say is, yeah, there are certain, there are definitely technical issues that need to be worked out, and I think those are legitimate. Now, when it comes to High Guardian Spice, here's my opinion, and you guys, again, feel free to you know, suck, tell me I'm wrong. Suck an egg. Um, You're I a man, so that, you should die. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I, I, well, we're all men, so apparently we all should die. Uh, so I, I identify as, um, you know what, we're not going <laughs> to Yeah. I actually um, identify as an Apache helicopter, so... Yep. Is it a male or female Apache helicopter? Um, excuse you? It's a trap. <laughs> it's, it's an Apache helicopter. <laughs> it's an Atrappy helicopter. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> okay, so here, here's my... Here's my... The way I'm looking at High Guardian Spy, it's like... I, I do already have... I, I have very, very low expectations for what it is going to be. Um, I'm not going to judge it based on what I've seen so far because what I've seen so far is almost nothing. Um, I think I when it comes out, will I watch the first couple episodes? Probably, just for no other reason than to say that I gave it as much of a try as I could. I will, I will, I will go into it with every with all the gusto that I go into every single show with. I will try to like it. I will. I will not be sitting there nitpicking every single frame, um, but I will I will ultimately give it my honest opinion. And I have this to say to Crunchyroll. If after this comes out, people have complaints about it, like, you can't just chalk all of it up to trolls. Like, if the reception is, like, 90% negative and 10% positive, like, 100% of that 90% can all be trolls. So you should take some of it, some of the criticisms that are lobbed at it after it comes out kind of seriously um and don't don't just say that it's just it's just trolls it's just fucking you know just don't do that because at the end of the day the people that are watching this are people who will either pay you or support you in some way by watching advertisements to get this stuff out there so listen to them that's all i want just just listen to the people who pay your bills TLDR, Alex is going to watch High Guardian Spice, so Crunchyroll, you're doing everything right. You got him to watch it. And my my entire... I was going to watch it regardless, but okay. See, the thing is, I I don't like going into watching a show with any type of expectation, um, because for the most part, a lot of people have hyped me up for shows, and I watch it, and I'm not hyped for it, and I'm like, this show is actually not as good as you told me it was. 
and it's a terrible feeling. Or you're just like the manga was better. Well, not just like the manga was better, but people are like, "Oh, Durarara is pretty good, right?" And I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, I gave it nine episodes. It wasn't that good." And then you know, it was just again, don't hype me up for shit. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate being disappointed. It's like you were talking like it was so good, and then I watch it, and it wasn't. I feel so betrayed. <laughs> Like, how dare you not have the exact same opinion as me? Yeah, so... Jesus. I only hope that people watch this, don't have any expectations, don't believe that you, you're you going to hate it, don't try to like it, you know, just watch it, and if you enjoy it, you enjoy it, keep watching it. If you don't want to keep watching it, that's fair too, right? Like, do, do what you should do with every anime. Watch it and form your own opinion about it. Yeah, right? If Like, even if it's bad, is it still enjoyable? Did you enjoy watching it? Or does it cause you physical pain like Guilty Crown did to me to finish the last <laughs> six episodes? I, I'm not kidding you. Guilty you Crown. You are such a hypocrite. You still <laughs> finished it, though. I did, but it caused me physical pain to watch this fucking show. I hated it. John is saying, don't be like him. Don't listen to him. Don't do what he does. I just, I was, you know, if I'm past the 90% mark, may as well finish it, right? Uh, at, that, sure. at that point, at, at that point, my my feeling is you're so invested, you might as well. Why not? I I was just, yeah. I wanted to see the ending because I and I did like the ending, so there's that payoff, right? Uh huh. <laughs> uh, but at yeah, least there's that. At least you have something positive to go out on, I suppose. Yeah, that, it ends up not as um good. Like it wasn't a good ending. Which is why I liked it. Maybe, maybe High Guardian Spice will be like Daimati. Like, it's crap. We all acknowledge it's crap. But it's crap I gotta have. <laughs> maybe oh, it will no. be like Madoka Magica. Where, like, uh, you think, think it's gonna be, be SJW, but then it's super incorrect. <laughs> is Madoka like that? <laughs> what? I would, no, I would say Madoka gives an air of Moe and that it's absolutely everything but Moe. Exactly. So it's like a bait and switch. Yeah, it's just a bait and Ashley's switch. Ashley's just going to make really racist <laughs> jokes. Oh my god, I would love that show so much. Me too. Oh my god, that Give would be... racism. That would be... Racism is so much better than political correctness. No, that would be such a like, giant bait and switch. I would enjoy the shit out of a show like that. that would actually, if that actually happened, that would be hilarious, honestly. <laughs> actually, exactly. no, no. Going back to your conspiracy theory, if that actually happens, I will believe that everything that happened leading up to it was just a conspiracy to get people to watch it. <laughs> that would be amazing. But honestly, I am, from what I've seen of High Guardian Spice, I am interested in watching it. I want to see it's gonna happen unless it's, uh, my like it might be boring honestly in which case i'll drop it but if it has a decent plot then i'll probably keep watching it i don't know i'm coming off um, of voltron I... here it's just it's not better than voltron i might not like it girl girl voltron's <laughs> plot is shit what are you talking about i don't care about if the you can watch voltron so you can cool. watch anything <laughs> yeah there's so many plot voltron holes. oh got it Vol- Vol- voltron is shows don machi <laughs> Voltron's pretty good. It's Go crap, watch it, guys. but it's crap. He's got half. No, no, it's not crap. Just ignore all the glaring plot holes. The fact that they can breathe in space sometimes, but not other times. Don't consider any. The fact that every alien speaks English, but also has an alien <laughs> language. Like I don't, girl. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's just like Star Trek, but no one ever points that out. <laughs> it's like, I, I, it's so weird that they don't acknowledge that everyone speaks English. But also the aliens don't speak English. <laughs> like they have their own. Wait, wait! But weren't they all like imprisoned by the Galra? So they all uh, can speak we not the do this now, language? please? It's, 
I mean, what? right, but then you know Princess Altea speaks English, right? And she's from 10,000 oh years in the past. Oh my god. How do you know that I'm not all speaking Galren? <laughs> because Earth doesn't have any Galra, remember? Earth was never visited by... That's true. So Fine, that's true. I- I'm just saying, what a giant glaring <laughs> plot hole that English was apparently around 10,000 years ago, even though the princess should be speaking Altean, and they do have their own Altean language. Anyway, Vepritsa. Very nice. <clears throat> I love the Galra. They're so cool. It- anyway. Anyway. Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, the thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our new Discord server, become a member of our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and visit our website. Uh, and as always, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or concerns on this or any episode, feel free to shoot us an email. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. Also, check out our, our YouTube channel for the new Let's Play series I'm doing with Steins Gate. I'm playing through the visual novel, and uh, I'm doing the Mayuri route, so it's going to get sad. <laughs> anyway, as always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. All men should die. <laughs> God damn it. Come on!